Now, I want to say hello to farmer Sean Condon. There is widespread awareness of the environmental damage that can be caused by the wrong type of farming. We hear about it all the time. There isn't as much discussion of those that are doing a great job farming for nature about the positive stories. So reads the mission statement of Farming for Nature, a not-for-profit organisation who aim to inspire farmers to work closely with nature. Sean Condon of Templemore Dairy in County Limerick claimed this year's Farming for Nature's public award. Here's Sean reports from his farm where he outlines his work and some of the features of an organic dairy farm. Have a listen. Being organic, you get a lot of clover naturally in the sward. A lot of white clover, you can see it there. So that thrives. You also get a lot of bees and all that. Wildflowers around the place, on the hedges and around the pasture. So... I suppose that's, that's all a big help, you know. Uh, we go around, we see the bees, but uh, there's lots of insects and all that there as well, you know. So the likes of young pheasants and all that would, um, you know, would be able to survive. You get a lot of berries in the hedges that aren't being cut back too severely. And they're going to feed the, the birds for the winter. So it's all, I suppose... Um, Part of, the, part of a system, you know, and you try to farm within that, within that system, really. And farmer Sean Condon joins us now from his home. Hello, Sean. Tell me a little bit about your farm, please. Well, um, I'm an organic dairy farmer. I milk 50 cows uh, once a day. And we sell probably half the milk from the farm or more uh, directly to the consumer as, as raw milk bottled. And the rest goes to the little mill company to make organic cheese for cheddar cheese for export. So we'd be lightly stocked. We try to farm for nature. Now, you say that external input are kept to a minimum on your farm. What exactly does external input mean? Well, what it means exactly is is anything that's brought into the farm. So basically, 98 or 9% of the food used by the cattle and the cows in the over the year would come from the farm. So I'd use a little bit of imported meal, uh, cereals, during maybe December to late January. With a small number of animals I'd be milking during the winter for my bottled milk enterprise. So And that comes from County Tipperary, so it's it's local, local enough. And uh, so it's a very low input system, so... You know, practically, um, practically everything is from within the farm, all the feed. Being an organic farmer, there's no pesticides, artificial fertilisers, anything like that. And what about your hedgerows? Do you allow them to grow naturally? Do you cut them back? How often do you do it? Or do you not do it at all? Um, for the most part, I don't do it at all. Um, when a hedge goes to the stage where it's, it's gone really gappy and something needs to be done with it, it's cut back. Um, but, you know, 90, 95% of the hedges are are left alone every year and as one needs to be looked after, then it is. So now, if you can do that on your farm and it doesn't cause any difficulty, why aren't all farmers doing that? Well, I suppose the conventional thinking would be to take out a lot of hedges and traditionally that has been the case. Um, the hedges have been taken out, electric fences have been put in uh, any hedges that have been left have been trimmed down to two or three metres high and a, a metre wide. And um, 
everything is kept lovely and tidy and you know I suppose less hedges there's more room to grow grass which means keeping extra stock and you know I don't blame farmers for that because that's the advice that is being given you know and I suppose it's a kind of a result of of an EU cheap food policy um, where they try to get people to produce 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 this is what happens wildlife then this is what happens nature and just for the benefit of the listeners who do not live on farms, myself included, what is the benefit of allowing that hedgerow to grow naturally? Well, if the hedgerow is allowed to grow naturally, all the plants, the bushes, the seed-bearing plants will say, you know, you have hawthorns, a lot of hawthorns in Ireland, um, rose hips, brambles, you get the blackberries, all these slows from the black thorn, they all develop full fruit. And so the hedges are laden down with fruit. So, you know, if the hedges are laden down with fruit, well, now you're going to get wildlife on the farm, birds and and animals, because they've got food, because the hedges allowed to grow up, they've got a place to nest and to hide. Hedges are huge. They make a huge difference. And, you know, that's it, basically. If you give wildlife a chance to survive, they they will survive. And what about tree planting? I planted trees, maybe about an acre and a half of trees, I'd say, about 15 years ago. And, um, you know, mostly native species, oak and alder and ash and silver birch. And uh, they've developed nicely now. And, yeah, it's great. It's great. Trees obviously help in a big way too. And I'm told that you don't top your fields. Can you explain that? Topping basically is where, where weeds are cut mechanically. I try to leave them for the most part um, because what I find is if you leave the weeds and they flower, you get a lot of insects. You know, you'll get butterflies, you'll get bees, you'll get any, all the insects are there. If you let the, those weeds grow, the insects are there. You know, it's part of the, the natural cycle. The, the insects are there for the, the, young, the young birds when they're born so that they survive. And I think it's a part of the natural cycle. If you cut all the, um, the weeds in an organic system or spray them maybe in um, a conventional system, the cycle is broken. There's, there's nothing there for the, the baby birds to survive in their early weeks. So you're going to lose wildlife again. Well, Sean, it was lovely talking with you and congratulations once again. Thank you very much, Derek. Thank you. There goes Sean Condon, winner of this year's Farming for Nature Public Award.